Bender Road Podcast, the third Christmas installment here. Go back and listen to our other Christmas albums we've had this year, our Christmas episodes, a Nashville Christmas Carol was reviewed, it's a Hallmark movie, and the Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas reviewed the original Frank Sinatra and the Ronnie Dunn version going to talk here today about the Christmas song and going to get into the songwriters, the original version, the Brooks and Dunn version, all that. This song was written by Robert Wells and Mel Torme. Robert Wells was a songwriter, composer, a a script writer, and a TV producer born in Raymond Washington in 1922. He was born to a Jewish family and served in the U.S. Army during World War II. He worked with Tormey from 1945 to 49. They wrote The Christmas Song in July of 1945 to cool off from the hot California summer heat. They apparently wrote it in 45 minutes with Wells writing the classic opening four lines. Wells married actress-slash-singer Lisa Kirk in 1949 until her death in 1990. Wells passed away in Santa Monica, California in 1998 at the age of 75. Mel Torme, also called the Velvet Frog, was born in Chicago, Illinois in 1925. He was a musician, a singer, composer, arranger, actor, and author. He was a child prodigy, performing professionally by the age of four, went into the U.S. Army, and was discharged in 1946. He sang primarily jazz music. His debut album was released in 1954, Musical Sounds Are the Best Sounds. He was a fast draw expert, having the ability to quickly draw a handgun and accurately fire it at a target. Torme appeared in a 1995 episode of Seinfeld called The Jimmy. Did not know that. Love that show. He called the Christmas song not one of his favorite songs he's written. Wow. His final studio album, according to Wikipedia, was released in 1999. Mel Torme at the movies. He was married four times before passing away in 99 at the stroke uh, of a stroke of the age of 73. Now, the original singer of the song is Nat King Cloak. Nat King Cole, he was born in 1919 in Montgomery, Alabama as Nathaniel Coles. He was a singer, jazz pianist, and actor. <clears throat> Moved to Chicago at the age of four. And as a teenager, he would sneak out of the house to visit clubs. Dropped out of school at the age of 15 to begin a career in music. His, his brothers also pursued careers in music. His first musical release was in 1936 as a member of the Swingsters. In 1937, he got married, and in 1940, his first big hit, Sweet Lorraine, was released. And in the 40s is kind of when his career took off. Here he appeared in 43 in the film Here Comes Elmer as himself. His first album was released one year later, uh, The King Cole Trio. Two years after that, he recorded the Christmas song in August of 46 at, uh, as the King Cole Trio. 
and it was released in 1946 in November of that year. He divorced his first wife, Nadine Robinson, in 1948. Six days after his divorce paying final, he married his second wife, Maria Hawkins. After moving to an all-white neighborhood in L.A., the KKK burned a cross in his front lawn, one of the um, instances he had with uh, racism over his career and his life. Following this, his dog died after consuming poisoned meat, which is uh, possibly connected to this incident. He was assaulted on stage at a concert in Birmingham, Alabama, which was related to uh, a race. He is the first African-American man to host an American TV series, the Nat King Cole Show, from 56 to 57. His most popular album on Spotify is the Christmas Song Expand Edition, released in 62. Great album. In September of 1964, became ill and the next January, his lung was surgically removed, and one month later, his his father had passed away, and later that month, February of 1965, he passed away in New York. His final studio album was released uh, before his death, Love, and it peaked at number four in 1965. <clears throat> he performed for both the Republican and Democratic-related political events. His most recent film appearance was Benny Carter, Symphony and Riffs, in 1989 as himself. And his most recent release to Spotify was from the Capitol Vaults, Volume 2, in June of 2022, he was inducted into the Alabama Music Hall of Fame, the Alabama Jazz Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the Latin Songwriters Hall of Fame, and the National Rhythm and Blues Hall of Fame. Woo! Now, finally, on to the Christmas song. <clears throat> the fourth recording of the song from Nat King Cole from March of 1961 is the version first reversion recorded in stereo and it in stereo and is widely played on radio stations today the song has been covered by artists from many different genres including the songwriter mel torme the cole version is 312 in length it's got this intro piano and string instruments 13 seconds long the first verse has these descriptive lyrics talking about a cozy warm house in a cold Snowy Night in December, classic opening line, Chestnuts Roasting on Open Fire, cannot be confused with any other song, Jack Frost, Jack Frost Nipping at Your Nose, Yuletide Carols being sung by a choir dressed up like Eskimos. <clears throat> now, Yuletide I, is uh, just kind of means like the Christmas season, specifically December 21st through New Year's Day this year. The second verse Turkey and a mistletoe make the season bright. Kids are excited for Santa to arrive the next day, and they are going to have a hard time sleeping tonight. Very true. Perhaps because they are looking outside to see if the reindeer are fl uh, flying, according to the song. <clears throat> In the refrain, the singer says that for kids 1 to 91, sorry folks, 92 and up, Merry Christmas to you. Simple but classic. And you've got a, a nice breakdown with some piano, some other instruments, and then this second refrain comes in. Uh, the Brooks and Dunn version, a little bit shorter, 256 in length. Some of the differences, 
you get some light drumming once the verse comes in. Ronnie Dunn's got this strong voice, but he doesn't have the soul quite as much as Cole. The music actually seems to overpower Ronnie Dunn's voice. I wish they would quiet it down a little bit, make it a little more chill. <clears throat> there is a, seems like a more of a, less of a subtle note shift when they say they know that Santa's on his way. And it's also gets uh, louder. Female background vocals come in at every mother's child. And there's no breakdown between the last and, or the first and last refrain. So in my opinion, Nat King Cole's The Christmas Song is one of the very best Christmas songs due to the welcoming descriptive lyrics of a warm, cozy cottage in the Christmas time. The soulful voice of Cole and the musical production that complements his voice and the feel of the song. Don't care much for the Brooks and Dunn version. I think Ronnie, Vo Ronnie Dunn's voice does not fit very well here for whatever reason. Um, I think it's just his voice is a little too powerful, perhaps. Have the nuances of this. Um, just the sort of cozy factor. I don't know how to describe that any better <laughs> that the original singer has, Nat King Cole. This is probably a middle-of-the-road song for me as far as on this Brooks and Dunn Christmas album. It won't be Christmas without you. So leave a comment on the Spotify episode of this. You can comment now. Post a question and just let me know what your favorite version of it is.